0: Hi, and welcome to Intuitive Journey with Desiree. I'm Desiree holmes Sharini, your host. And um, this is just a uh, short follow-on to my last episode uh, talking about the sort of an empathic person relating with a narcissistic personality. Um, What I brought up in there was uh, assertiveness. And uh, I said I was going to do another episode, just talking about some some ways to practice assertiveness for um, those of you that it might not come as easily and naturally to. And I, I suppose part of the reason I want to share this is because it's dear and near to my heart, um, having and continuing often to be the person who struggles with the uh, assertiveness part, with the standing up for myself or speaking up. Um, I generally, uh personally, you know, I'm not one that enjoys conflict, right? So uh, traditionally, historically, in my own life, I would often uh just not say anything or go along with something or not challenge the status quo, even now with current uh stuff going on, you know, probably anything about the, recent medical um, things and, uh, and political stuff. Uh, if I often you know, say on Facebook, if I shared a, a news report or a study from a medical journal or uh, my opinion, oh no, <laughs> if, I, if I shared um, on say Facebook or something, there were those who not just didn't want to hear it, but didn't want me to share it, you know, and, and, um, and I find, uh, you know, that just became weary that uh, there were so many people that didn't want, like in my own space for me to share information, let alone her opinion. And so I found I've, I've backed off just to avoid the, the, heartache of conflict or you know derision uh, from a small group of loud uh, voices. So, um, so there there are times though when, say, if we're in an interpersonal relationship, a friendship, a partner, business, uh, even you know. Uh, some to what degree we might have power, even some uh, governmental choices um, that are available for us to have any input, that sometimes it is important for our well-being to choose to stand up and face some conflict. And when that, that time comes and we know we can't just skirt around it or ignore it or Pretend like whatever, um, that it's going to have a a direct impact on our life and our well-being that we need to stand up. And I'm sure those of you listening have had these occasions. What I mentioned in the last episode is for someone who generally avoids conflict or is a people pleaser or uh, maybe too empathetic, about, oh, that person's, you know, in a bad mood, so I'm going to let them throw things. Or that person, you know, you know we allow uh, sometimes uh, people to do wrong in order to appease them, okay? And for some people, it's more extreme than others um, as far as how far we let things go before we stand up and speak up. But when it comes to it, and, and you're like, okay, I got to do something. We don't want to fall into uh, the patterns that are maybe old patterns or, or too easy to fall into if someone has, um, you know, basically uh, maybe an overly empathetic streak. Uh, and those negative responses to a challenge or conflict are, you know, say, avoiding running away from from the thing and letting it continue but just avoiding it um, then the stronger your intuitive side of of not liking what's happening goes the more you're going to either want to say something but if you're afraid to say something you may turn to being passive aggressive or sometimes what happens is you let it build you let it build you let it build and you don't know how to properly address things or speak up for yourself and sometimes people just blow. You know, the the quiet, soft-spoken one finally just screams and lets it out or does something, you know, hopefully not, does something more violent uh, or extreme. So how to avoid those negative responses to conflict. All right, there's the standard. Um, There's the stop and think. There's a self-awareness. So first, before all this, going back to the last episode uh, was about recognizing and being aware and not always, you know, needing to be the one who pleases the other, not putting yourself in a position in the first place where you are the giver and the other is the taker, but, you know, finding the right kinds of relationships where there is a balance. And and the more you practice, the more you practice self-awareness, the more you look for these red flags and green flags, you know, you'll know what's what's right. The more you're in touch with your inner self. And I've certainly, um, I think my first three episodes on this show were about, you know, your heart's desire, getting to know yourself. Um, and um, I have a program out there. I'll put the link in uh, the description if you're interested in... Um, if I still have it up, but I'll put a link in there uh, about the, the program of identifying. What do I feel? What am I feeling? you know? So just, so being more self-aware, knowing your true heart, your own goals, your own morals, your own values, instead of giving them away to the outside world in order to feel good about yourself because you believe that giving of yourself too much is healthy and it's not that's why there has to be a healthy balance so in the last episode i talked about imagining your inner child and standing up for that inner child and if you had a child that you would you know not put not let things happen so keeping that in mind and then you could even imagine so here's one of the tools you could even imagine when you start to feel like something's not working out fairly or that you are getting angry, you're feeling put upon, or you know whatever the relationship issue is when it's coming to a conflict, what would you say and do for the child, okay? Now, imagining that, that can help you calm down. One of the first things to do is to get away from the emotion of it and really actually start thinking rationally as far as how do I respond? and interact with this other person that probably, you know, has come to this point that doesn't have a sense of fairness, kindness, empathy, like you've been exhibiting or would like to exhibit. Um, So you have to think, okay, how are they thinking? And we're already good, you know, people that are empathic are already good about putting themselves in their shoes, other people's shoes. So this is an excellent tool Or putting yourself in the shoes of whoever the let's call it antagonist is, whoever the conflict is with, put yourself in their shoes and say, how are they seeing this? How are they seeing me? And that will give you some insight into why are they say interacting with me like this? Why are they treating me like this? Why are they? you know, saying or doing these things that are raising my discomfort level with them. And that might be that they're not being fair, they're not being kind, whatever it is, okay? They're, um, you know, when you can picture how they're thinking and what they're thinking, then you can step back in yourself and, and understand even better, how can I respond to that kind of thinking? What can I say to that, you know, thought, that way of thinking, right? Um, and it's not about, it's not about trying to convince the other of your being right or wrong, because there are some people that is, you know, some cases where it doesn't matter who's right or wrong, but there needs to be a balance. So um, ideally if the other party is open to communicating, so let's just make an assumption that the other party is open to communicating and that they might want a win-win fair resolution instead of getting angry or yelling or walking out or you know getting up to here with it or getting pass aggressive. Um, which would include sarcasm, making negative jokes, okay? Instead of any of those, toward meeting what you desire. There's something called the uh, uh, I statements. Uh, So it's, and I might've done this in a previous episode, it's worth repeating the idea that when you do or say, you tell the person, I, and then you fill in, I think or feel such. And then the next step is, uh, and I'm wondering if that was your intention. So say the person, you know, uh, is, disregards you or let's say it's about money. Okay. Say you go, you, every time you go out, it seems like this person forgets their wallet or something, right? Handily, or they haggle over the the bill and say, "Oh well, I did this, so you got to do that." And um, you know, maybe it's maybe they're not being fair financially, but maybe they've taken advantage of you financially. You could practice. You could say, you know, when we go out, and I find that I'm paying the majority of the bills uh, over time. It's been a repeated thing, and you don't offer or you don't pay your fair share. I think that you must think I have more money than you, or I feel like you don't value my friendship. You value, you know, what I'm paying or whatever it is that you're, you know, go inside yourself and say, what is it that you don't like about what's happening? And I just wanted to share that with you. And I wonder what you think of, of you know, how this has been going on, what what your thoughts are, and if that was your intention. And often, if it's somebody who gives a darn, they will say, "I hadn't really thought about it. I'm sorry. I realize I have been taking advantage of you, and I shouldn't have." And next time we go, it's my treat, and we'll, we'll take turns from now on, and we'll just you know make sure that we're not you know I'm, you're not paying for my stuff or whatever, right? ideally um then say you have that same scenario and it's someone who says oh well gosh i didn't realize you were so selfish (laughs) and this is this is where i'm going with this you'll get the person who you expect to be responsive and and to care how you feel you know that you might get i didn't feel i didn't realize you were so selfish i guess we just you know won't go out anymore because you know you can't handle it, or you know, I thought you cared, you know, I thought my friendship was worth more than money to you. See, and they'll turn it around the other way sometimes. and you're like, wait a minute, I was just saying, I didn't feel like this is fair, and they'll say, well, you know, if you really cared about me, you won't even bring this up. So there you will end up with these kind of responses from people sometimes. and that's when you. Think, okay, how important is this person in my life? And what are the benefits of this relationship? And here, then you start to say, here's the red flag. Okay, but you said, you stood up for yourself instead of continuing to go down this, this road with this relationship, that if this is a sort of reaction you get from that, chances are in every other part of your relationship, you're going to have that sort of imbalance. And likely it's time for you to really reconsider the relationship and being friends or being partners. Um, sometimes it it's better, healthier for you to be alone without that friendship or partner than it is to be with them. It's like, uh, you know, maybe it's, it. we all need to eat, for example, but sometimes it's better for you not to eat rotten food that makes you sick, than it is to go hungry, right? And so in in interpersonal relationships, sometimes we just put ourselves into these situations where we are poisoning ourselves because we think it's better than nothing, and that's not true. Uh, that was a little segue into why you want to stand up for yourself and, and face, face what's really going on sometimes. So that's I statements. That's one way of of a calm assertiveness is to simply state matter of factly when you do or say such and such, I think or feel such and such. And, you know, I don't like that feeling or that thought. And, and, you know, then you can open that conversation. Um, That's different. That's different. And don't fall into the trap of you made me mad. Um, so keeping it to taking responsibility over how you think or feel or reacted to it. No one else makes you do anything. Your response to someone else's behavior is what happens. And we all may have different responses. You know, some people, you know, you you could do something that doesn't bother me. Uh, you know, it might bother someone else, right? So our responses are individual. And they may not be right. They might not be true. And that's why you check it out with that person is this is how it's, this is how I'm taking it. And um, is that how you intended it? Okay. And that also has them take personal responsibility for what they think or say around you. Okay. And it just opens it up, but don't fall into the trap of saying, you know, you always such and such, you never such and such, or you make me, right? Stay away from words that say you are, because then that closes down communication. stay away from any term that is, uh, you know, accusing the person or say, or making a, you know, broad statement of you always, you know, forget, or you, you're never on time or, you know, it's instead you could say, um, you know, when I'm waiting, when we have a, a date and I'm waiting for you, um, I feel like you don't care about my time. Uh, and it feels uncomfortable for me to always, oops, I almost did it to wait for you when you're late. I feel like you don't really consider me, um, And I just want to let you know how I feel about that. And I'd like it if you could be on time with me. Okay. That opens up, that allows the other person to take personal responsibility in their response and and how they're going to interrelate and be on time or not to the best of their ability. But if you said you're always late, then the person just gets defensive and it turns into a, You know, pushback. Okay, so that was that. Um, Another positive assertiveness practice is to practice saying no. I'm not comfortable with that. To know when to say no. To allow yourself this chance to be aware of how you're feeling. So when you practice, no, I'm not okay with that. Instead of, you, you can just stop there. Practice saying, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Instead of explaining, explaining, because a lot of times we feel like it's not okay to say no. It's okay to say no. And you don't have to explain why. You can simply say, no, I'm not comfortable with that and allow the other person to ask why. Instead of going into a big old explanation of why and well, maybe I'm wrong, Uh, I guess I could have, I guess I, I guess I practice just being okay with your response and with the way that you're feeling and saying, yeah, this is not okay, I don't like this. And let the other person then ask you, oh, why, or acknowledge. So another way to practice positive assertiveness is to take your time. Again, those people on the people-pleasing spectrum, eye on it, will tend to feel like they need to jump. You know, if you have the person who's used to calling the shots, being a you know bit of a bully or being bossy, and they're used to this uh, response from you of yes, you're like oh yes, okay, let me you know that you may not have even realized that you're always responding to them, responding to that, jumping through their hoops. You may not have even realized it until you stop, stop doing it until you just pause. And so it's again, that self-awareness that stop and think, stop think and look, right? It's like crossing the street, right? Stop, look both ways and say, wait, do I wanna go forward? Is this what I wanna do? Does this meet my needs as well? Uh, am I doing this for the wrong reasons? Does this fit my values? Or am I just going to do it because they want me to do it, whatever it is? Am I just going to do it because that's what I always do? Am I just going to do or respond or whatever the issue is because I don't want to face the conflict if I don't? Um, So stop, pause, wait, and consider if whatever it is is in your best interest. I'm not saying only your interest. I'm not saying, you know, but there's got to be, don't do things. Don't behave. Don't jump through hoops. Don't, don't appease if it isn't good for you. If it's not a healthy choice for you. And that may be emotional, financial. It could be career. It could be relationship. Don't do it just because they, it, whatever it is says so. Um, stop think consider and take your time you're the boss of you and that will also provide you that sense to just slow down and if you're angry or feeling resentful that will help you to regain both your composure as well as your personal power And when you have composure and personal power, you can actually interact in a calm, assertive, a positively assertive way, instead of a attack and defend way. And the goal is to be assertive while still remaining calm, positive, thoughtful, for both yourself and the other party. And at the same time, hoping but not always necessarily receiving and expecting the same in return, being prepared, being prepared for the fact that not everybody has your best interests at heart. Not everybody wants to be fair, not everybody cares about, fairness, kindness. Um, a lot of people simply care about winning and their own power and their own you know, well-being, their own win. And at, at you know, and the higher on that narcissistic scale um, sociopathic scale at their, they will, you know, even do harm to others financially and emotionally to achieve their gains And that's kind of going back to the last um, episode a little more about um, you can't always, um, unfortunately, expect the right response, even to your positive assertiveness. There will be struggles, but the more you practice, the better and easier it will be for you. You'll just kind of sense that calmness come over you and say, okay. Now, that being said, it's okay to get angry. Now, getting angry, feeling that anger, and allowing yourself to know and acknowledge, I'm angry, this is not okay. That is a positive step. Acting out in anger doesn't do you any favors. You see the difference? Being angry is above being angry apathetic and saying oh well i don't care it's above being a doormat it's 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 a step up because when you're angry that means you're acknowledging your inner world that means you're acknowledging when something is not right and you can acknowledge that you bring in that awareness wow i'm angry this isn't fair i don't think this is right then you think why what's going on you know, what are the circumstances? Take your time. And then say, okay, how am I going to address my needs that brought on this anger? How am I going to address my needs and and be assertive in this situation without throwing a tantrum or having a tizzy fit or living in anger? Because, you know, feeling the anger and acknowledging the anger that's great, but don't walk around angry. And the reason you would walk around angry is because you're not allowing yourself to express your assertiveness and your personal power and to stand up and speak up for yourself. Um, now, another tool that you could use in your assertiveness skill basket is the feedback sandwich. Um, and th- this is great in, um, this is a wonderful element in uh, business too if you're a supervisor and you need to uh, you know talk to an employee that you know is maybe needs some improvement or uh, in a relationship right so it's an assertiveness tool but it's also a great communication tool um, uh, just to give feedback to someone and the feedback sandwich is you give a compliment and you you, you know, make a point of saying something that's good about the person you're interacting with, something that you're you know pleased with. So say it was uh, um, your husband and uh, you've started to feel resentful resentful about like say he never does the dishes or there you go with the word never. but he seldom does the dishes or maybe he never does the dishes and you would like him to do the dishes sometimes, right? Um, or certain things right so let's say it's the dishes and you're starting to build that resentment and it's like there it is again he's he's on the sofa he's you know gone to his man cave or out to the gym and it's after dinner you're you're doing the dishes again and you don't have your you time Um, or vice versa okay Um, whatever it is but um, and so you're starting to get resentful and if you're afraid of conflict you're going to build that that anger, and you might blow, you might just yell the next time, uh, or you might be doing passive aggressive things like not doing his dishes, or, you know, only doing your dishes. right? <laughs> um, and, and sometimes, a lot of times, we, with uh, some of the things that uh, people pleasers will do in, in that whole range of passive aggressive stuff, is that they'll hurt themselves by you know trying to not face the not just emotionally but i'm saying they might say okay i'm i'm not going to do that so i'm just going to let the you know he, this other person never cleans the bathroom so i'm just not going to clean it either and then everybody's living in filth one person it bothers the other person still doesn't care okay so so the feedback sandwich what you would say to your husband is you know honey um, i really liked how you whatever the other day when you you know took out the trash um, when I didn't ask you to, or when you, you did do the dishes, wow, when you did the dishes the other day, I was so happy that really, really, um, made my day. And I, I would, you know, so that's the, that's the positive. Then you give the, whatever it could, is that could use improvement or that you'd like to see a change in, in a positive way. Uh, and that's when you say, and I'd really like it if we make a schedule and we can, um, trade off, I'm doing the dishes. And you could even say because I, you know, you could do that little bit of an I statement in there. Because I, I noticed that I start feeling resentful when I do the dishes more often. And, um, and you have, you know, some free time, and I find I get a little resentful. And I'd like free time too. So I'd like us to set up uh, a plan to trade off, or whatever it is. And then you end with a positive. Okay, And that positive might just, and it's all it could be one little sentence, right? That positive could be, I, and I really appreciate that you care enough about me. this little um, this is a little uh, Dale uh, Carnegie here. I really appreciate, and I know that you love me and you care enough about me to like to have this conversation or, or make a plan. right? Um, so you end with a positive. So positive. And I'm not gonna say negative, but the positive, the negative, the positive, the positive, and then address what you'd like to see change and then end on a positive again. That's why it's called feedback sandwich. It's uh positivity on both sides. And ideally, it's a good feeling conversation. Ideally, the person doesn't feel attacked or judged, or um, you're not expressing anger at what's not happening, but rather you're showing appreciation for the good things. So, um, and and you're stating your needs in a calm and assertive way and in a way that would be fair, okay? And, And again, you end on the positive note of appreciation or gratitude for something about them. And the more that you can Stop yourself before you get resentful. Stop yourself before you get angry and enter, you know, insert positive assertiveness. The happier you'll be and the happier whatever the relationship will be because things are getting addressed. And again, going back to you, you may find you get pushback. You may find if you've got someone high up on that narcissistic. Uh, personality traits, as kind, as feedback sandwichy, as I-statementy, you can be as positively assertive and calm as you are. Some people are just not going to participate. Some people are going to uh, push back. They're going to, you know, deflect, demean, Uh, and and not want to have anything to do with it because it doesn't suit them. They're happy with the status quo and they don't want it to change. And that's when you start taking notes and thinking, wow, okay, um, let's see where this goes. And and you start being more aware and, um, and, you know, Again, being positively assertive, and that also may mean taking control of your life and choosing who you surround yourself with and what you spend your emotional, uh, intellectual, and financial energy on. And those should be things that all enrich you and are fair. So, I think that's it for now. I know I could probably go on to a whole lot more, and I usually go on longer than I meant to, but I hope you'll Consider these things and use them next time you're feeling a uh, conflict with someone. Just remember these these tips. Uh, and, of course, we will end on, if you are have allowed yourself to get to that anger point, <sighs> count to ten. Remember these skills. Take a break. Take your time. And use positive assertiveness in your life thanks for being here see you next time an intuitive journey with desiree bye